Welcome to episode one of Inbox Insights. This year's summer series where I'm gonna be talking all things email. Now, some of you might know that I take the whole of August off in my business. It's something that I've done for the last four years. It really works with my style of work. I really love to work intensely for 11 months of the year and then take a whole month out to properly get some rest, spend time doing the things I love with the people I love. Most importantly, get renewed clarity and energy and excitement as I then return to my business in September. Now, this is a break from everything. I don't do any client work. I don't do a single meeting. And aside from this podcast, I don't create any content. Now, I love to keep this podcast going over summer because if you keep it between us, this is one of my favorite places to show up online. I realize that for so many of us as business owners, summer is quite a unique period. Perhaps your business goes a little bit quiet over summer. Perhaps like me, you use that as an opportunity to take a bit of time out. I noticed that many of us business owners use the summer period to take a bit of a step back and work on our businesses, not just in them, which is why over summer, we don't let the podcast go quiet, but instead I always create a summer series. It's almost like summer school, with Alice, but no one probably wants to think about going to school. So instead we just think of it as a little summer series where I hopefully give you some actionable expertise that mean that you can use the summer period or in fact, whenever you're listening to this to learn something new and take a bit of action towards the big picture of your business. Now I'm particularly excited about this year's summer series because for two reasons, number one, it is the first time we have had a theme to the summer series. If you haven't guessed already by the title, Inbox Insights, the theme of this summer series is email marketing, which if you followed me for a while, you will know is one of my favorite topics to talk about. I think email marketing gets often ignored when we talk about marketing, but it is an absolutely unsung hero. It can work so hard for your business. I'm really passionate about helping business owners to utilize the power of email. So that's the first new thing. We have a theme. And the second new thing is is that this is the first summer series that's ever been created in partnership with a brand. Now, this is something I wanna talk about actually a bit more in perhaps some future episodes, you know, working with brands, doing partnerships, doing hashtag ads, as you might see them, isn't something I've done a huge amount of before. For me, my business is all about helping people and a huge part of how I do that is through my one-to-one -one services, courses, retreats, events, etc. So it's never really been a big focus of mine to partner with brands and kind of make revenue Avenue that way. When the right brand comes along, it just feels like a no-brainer. And a few months ago, you might have seen, I spoke at MailChimp's conference. Also, I've just said the name. <laughs> it's MailChimp. Um, I spoke at their conference a few months ago and the opening talk in their conference was partly talking around all of their new uh, features and updates. And I was sat there listening to this up in the green room and I was like, this is so cool. Like MailChimp, for me at least when I started my business was like the go-to brand and still is for email marketing. I feel like it's the name that comes into everyone's heads when you think of an email marketing platform. And it was just so cool to hear how many kind of innovative and thoughtful features they were bringing in. And I got talking with their team and I just realized like there is something that we need to do here because we're on such a similar mission of like helping small business owners really utilize the power of email, make it accessible, make it simple, make it easy. So I'm very, very excited to say that this this summer series has been created in partnership with MailChimp. So you're gonna hear me talk a little bit at the end of each of these episodes about how you could use a MailChimp feature to help you to grow your email marketing. And yeah, to give you a bit of context as to why I've chosen them as my partner, I will let the ad speak for itself. 
This Inbox Insight series is created in partnership with MailChimp, the number one email marketing and automation brand and your partner in crime when it comes to diversifying your marketing and making sales. I first started using email marketing about four years ago and I can safely say it's transformed my business. Email diversifies my marketing away from just social media, gives my community a way to connect deeper with my business and best of all, makes me money. If you listen to my recent launch reflections episode, you'll know that email marketing workflows and segmentation allow me to increase conversion and drive more sales than any other platform I was using. Put simply, email can work so hard for your business. But the question is, do you have the right tool to make that happen? With MailChimp by your side, you can confidently create emails which speak directly to your community. You know, I'm all about looking at your marketing through the lens of the buyer's journey and MailChimp gets that. Their customer journey builder helps you automate and personalize emails so that when someone abandons their cart, downloads a freebie or has their birthday, you can speak to them with the right message at the right time. One of the biggest ways I use email to drive sales is through segmentation. And MailChimp allows you to send emails to customers based on their behaviors, traits and activity. Also love their new features like split testing subject lines and AI generated personalized recommendations on how you can improve your emails. I could go on, but all I've got to say now is that 12 million customers are sending more than half a billion emails every day with MailChimp. So what are you waiting for? Harness the power of email with MailChimp. Link in the show notes to find out more and get started today. So episode one of Inbox Insights, we are starting off with what I believe is the most important topic in email marketing, which is creating emails that people will open. I think a lot of the time in email marketing, we can get a little bit confused about what it's all about. We hear people talk about the importance of growing your list. We hear people show off about how many thousand or tens of thousands of people they've got on their email list. We hear this big, big focus on, right, how are you getting people on? What lead magnets are you using? What ads are you using to get people into your list? And I'm not against any of that conversation. Obviously, it's important we think about how we grow our lists. But I think sometimes when we overly focus on that, we lose focus of what really matters, which isn't having people join your email list. It's having people stick around and open your emails. The value of your email list comes down to two key things, how relevant those people are and how engaged those people are. I remember years ago when I was first stepping into the world of marketing, I worked with a big company who from the off were very, very proud of how many people they had on their email list. I think it was like over a hundred thousand people. They were like, this is so good. We're so proud of it, blah, blah, blah. And I remember as soon as I started to dig and I was asking them questions about, okay, and like how many sales do you make from email? And how many of those hundred thousand people open your emails and how relevant do you feel your email list is? Slowly, their kind of confidence and, you know, almost showy-offness around how many people they had on their list was decreasing because I think they were starting to realize maybe that big number wasn't all of the focus. Maybe it's not just about getting thousands of people to join our list. Maybe there's some other things that matter too. The reality is with email marketing, the benefits come and by benefits, I mean, you know, the connection with your audience, the sales, the ability to kind of have meaningful conversations, the ability to spread your message. None of that is helped by people being on your list. Those things only happen when the right people are on your list and when most importantly, they are opening your emails. An engaged email list is really what we want to be aiming for here. 
because there's no point people just being there. We want the right people to be there and we want them to be engaged. So what I wanna talk about in this first episode is how we can really bring it back to basics and focus on what matters, which is creating emails that people will open. That's the place we need to begin. I think it's easy with email marketing to get distracted by the details and the sophisticated strategies. We wanna get straight into talking about workflows and automations, automations? <laughs> automations and segmentations and doing really, you know, special, specific, smart things. And all of that stuff is great. You're going to be hearing me talking about those things in future episodes. They're still important. The thing we need to get right first is sending emails that people actually want to open. That is where we need to begin. In this episode, I want to talk to you about five ways to create emails that people want to open. Five things that we can do as business owners, no matter what business you run, no matter what message you're trying to communicate, to create emails that people open. So let's get into them. The first thing you need to do to create emails that people open is to create emails that are valuable. I don't know if you just rolled your eyes when you heard me say that, but I'm okay with that because I know we hear it all the time, right? Create value create valuable content. But it's amazing to me how quickly we ignore that when it comes to email. One of the biggest mistakes I think we make when it comes to email marketing is we see it as a sales platform. Now it is a sales platform. It's an amazing place to sell. It's the biggest way that I sell in my business. I know that for sure. However, we need to think of it just as we would a social media platform or a blog or a podcast. Yes, it's about selling, but ultimately it's about serving. I think the outdated relationship that many of us have with email marketing, where we associate it with spammy sales pitches, um, you know, getting people on and then just like spamming them with an email every day until they either unsubscribe or buy. That is not the vibe we're going for. The new way, the better way to look at email marketing is see it as a place to serve in order to sell. So what does it look like to serve via email? Well, the biggest tip I can give you is how do you serve elsewhere? If you're showing up on social media with what I would hope is valuable content, what is that valuable content? And how could we bring some of that onto email? When we think of value, I don't just want you to narrow your focus and think about informative content. I think sometimes when we hear value or serve, that's where our brain goes to. Okay, I need to give them three tips for this and how to do that and the strategy for that. That's great. If that's what your value content looks like, amazing. But Let's allow ourselves to think a little bit wider than that. You could create a valuable email by creating something that is inspiring, by creating something that is relatable, by creating something that is entertaining, by creating something that is thought provoking. The goal of an email isn't to deliver all of your expertise in one place and give all of the value possible and give away all of your tips and tricks. The purpose of email is to give people something, something that they connect with, something that gives them a piece of value, whatever that value could look like. So the question for you to think about as the listener, as someone who I hope wants people to open their emails, is what could you send via email that is gonna be valuable to your community? When you're sending an email, you basically get the opportunity to sit down and write a letter to your community. What would you like to share with them? I actually love email because it doesn't have all of the constrictions that many other platforms do. You don't have to squish your message into a certain number of characters or a super engaging video. You just get to sit down and write. Think of it like that. You've got a group of your people sat in front of you. What do you wanna to say to them? What could you share with them that is gonna give them a piece of 
value? What do you feel excited to share? This links really well actually into my next tip around creating emails that people wanna open, which is to make them simple. Simple email marketing concepts are where it's at because when something is simple, it is so much easier to then be consistent in sending those emails. And also it's gonna be a lot easier for people to understand what they're signing up for. I think a lot of the time with content, we overcomplicate it. We think I need to give more. I need to cram all of my expertise, all of my thoughts, all of these things and, and ideas into one because that is valuable. Actually, a lot of the time delivering one thing really well, really consistently, really clearly is gonna be so much more valuable than trying to do everything and in turn, potentially doing nothing. Simplicity is key with email. So think about what's the one thing you wanna do via email? What one thing would you like your emails to do for your community? For me, when I'm sending out my emails, which are called the midweek, one of the biggest things that I aim to do, my kind of core mission, is I just wanna create something which helps people to feel less alone. My emails are all about sharing the kind of behind the scenes of my business. I talk very openly about my challenges, my wins, what's going on, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, what I'm noticing going on in the industry. And my biggest goal with those emails is just to make people go, oh, okay, it's not just me. I'm not that fast about giving people all the tips and tricks in the world. I'm not that bothered about changing someone's life in an email or giving them everything they might need. I just wanna give them a moment, a moment of going, okay, I'm not alone. I feel more comforted. I feel more supported. I feel like there's other people who understand what I'm going through. A moment of relatability. That's what I look to create in my emails and I let it stick at that. It doesn't have to do anything more than that. And actually by being so simple, it allows me to promote my emails really clearly because I know what I'm promoting. And it also allows people to really get connected to my emails because they are clear on what it is that they're receiving. If you can nail an email concept, which is valuable and simple, and you can promise to send that to your community on a regular basis, whether that's weekly, bi-weekly or monthly, that is gonna sit at the heart of effective email marketing. Another thing to think about, which is my third tip when it comes to creating emails that people will open, is to make your emails personal. One of my favorite things about email marketing is the way that it allows you to show up in someone's inbox, which if you think about it is a very intimate space. On social media, you know, when I go say to LinkedIn or to Instagram and I'm scrolling my newsfeed, I am kind of okay with the fact that what I'm about to see is basically just a load of different like broadcasts and sales pitches and messages from businesses and people. I'm kind of going to that platform ready almost guard up, ready to be sold to, ready to see something. That's not the case with my inbox. When I go into my inbox, what I'm primarily going there for is one-to-one -one conversations. I'm getting emails from potential clients. I'm getting emails from team that I work with. I'm getting emails about amazing opportunities like being able to create a partnership with MailChimp. That's what I look for in my inbox. I go into my inbox looking for something that's really speaking at me. And we can utilize that as the sender of email to create something personal. What if we allowed our emails to be the most intimate, the most vulnerable, the most personal thing that we create? I wanna caveat that by saying, of course, they need to still feel within our boundaries. I don't want you sending stuff that feels uh, uncomfortable or unsafe or, or not within the boundaries of what you wanna share online. However, what if you utilize the opportunity that an inbox provides? An inbox is so much more private. It's not this big broadcasted message. It's not on a public platform. There isn't the opportunity for people to share it, take it out of context, you know, argue with each other in the comments. Sometimes email marketing gives us a safety, a permission slip 
to be that bit more personal. So could you use your emails to bring people a little bit more behind the scenes or perhaps connect people a bit more to you as the entrepreneur behind the business or to what's really going on? On the same thread as that, could you use your emails as a place where your kind of inner community really get to join in the conversation? One of my favorite ways to make the most out of email is to treat your list like they are your kind of closest community. They are your people. They are the people that get to feedback on ideas. They are the people that get to know first when something new is coming. They are the people that are first in line and get the very first access to something new when it launches or is announced. Treat your inbox like your royalty, <laughs> like the most special people within your community. Offer them a level of access, a level of information, a level of personal access that maybe you wouldn't to other platforms. That's when you see your email list really be engaged. That's when also you as the marketer and as a content creator can utilize email to kind of then let the other platforms do their thing. I can speak here from personal experience that since I first started getting kind of trolled and like talked about online, and I'm very, very happy to say it doesn't really happen as much anymore. But when that first happened a few years ago, I found real safety in my emails. Actually, it made me feel so much better showing up online because I was like, cool, everything external, social media, the podcast, whatever, I'm going to be a little bit more boundaried with. And then email, that really gets to be the place that I can share a bit more honestly. So those first three points are all around how could you make your email concept valuable, simple, and personal. If you do three things, if you make sure your email concept is those three things, I promise you, you are ticking all of the key boxes when it comes to creating emails that your people are going to want to not only sign up for, but also actually open. Two more tips I want to share with you here is number four, create a name for your emails. Named emails are so much easier to promote and also so much easier for your community and your subscribers to remember. One of my biggest bugbears is when people call their emails their newsletter. Now, I get it. That's the term that we've heard talked about so much, right? We've seen it, pop-ups on websites, um, subscriber bars at the bottom of some sales page, sign up to the newsletter for this. But let me tell you, every time you say newsletter, you are wildly underselling your emails. When you say newsletter, I'm gonna tell you what happens in people's heads is they go, okay, if I sign up to a newsletter, I am just gonna be sent boring, uninteresting things about maybe what hap what's happening in the company, what they're selling, and I'm just gonna be basically bombarded with news and updates. Nobody wants that. Who in their right mind writes the copy, sign up to our newsletter to get, get the latest company news and updates? Because who in their right mind wants to sign up for that? Now, I'm not knocking anyone who's done that before. I'm definitely putting my hand up that I have made that mistake of calling my emails my newsletter. In turn, I think not really capturing what they really are. And so the biggest tip I would give you here is come up with a name for your emails. This is definitely an optional one, but if you come up with a name for your emails, mine is the midweek, you'll find it a lot easier to promote your emails in a really clear way and build people's understanding of them. Instead of saying sign up to my newsletter, if you could say subscribe to this to receive this, subscribe to name of emails to receive summary of what that valuable, simple and personal email concept is going to be, you are going to find it that when you speak about it, not only do you feel a lot more clear on what you're talking about, but also your community are going to find it easier to understand your emails and most importantly to want to sign up because it'll be clear to them. Clear message around your emails 
equals more people signing up and remembering them. So that's something to think about is whether you could create a name and absolutely a tagline for your email marketing so that people really understand it. And then the fifth and final tip I wanna give with you how to create emails that people wanna open once you've done all those other things, your emails are valuable, they're simple, they are personal, they are named. We then wanna think about how can we create emails that are enticing? And what I'm talking about here is your subject line and your teaser text. I say teaser text because every email platform and everyone I speak to talks about a different thing here. But basically what I'm talking about is your subject line, which is that kind of top title in your emails. And then that teaser text, which is the couple of sentences that people can see before they choose whether to open your email or not. I want you to think of these things a little bit like the icing on the cake. We don't wanna begin with writing super enticing subject lines and teaser text if we don't yet actually have really great emails themselves because that's a little bit like catfishing. <laughs> It's gonna lose people's trust really quick. If you have subject lines that make people rush to open the email, but then the email itself uh, isn't very valuable, is confusing for people to navigate, doesn't feel really interesting to them, they are not gonna open your emails again. Or even if they do, they are only gonna give you a certain amount of chances before they stop being hooked in by that amazing subject line and teaser text. So nail your email itself. And then once you have a great email, let's make sure that we are making it as enticing as possible. This is the only way that you can draw people in to open your email. So your subject line particularly is gonna be really important. I will say one of the best ways to get people to wanna open your emails is just to make sure the emails themselves are really valuable consistently because then what you'll see over time is even if your subject lines aren't amazing, people will likely still open it or at least your most engaged subscribers will open it because there's gonna be something there that they want to read. Uh, however, for the majority of people, or particularly if you're selling something, or if you're just starting out with your email list, or if you don't have a really engaged community elsewhere, your subject line is going to be really important because it's a little bit like the title of an article or the title of a podcast episode. Great analogy to use that. It's what people see that helps them decide, am I interested in this? Do I want to invest my time and risk reading this and see if it's gonna be for me. You have a very, very small opportunity and it's a very short amount of time. I think when I'm looking through my emails, gosh, I am savage. I will see a subject on and within a couple of seconds I've decided if that's getting archived, if I'm gonna open it immediately or if mm, somewhere in the middle, I'll leave it in my inbox. If I have time, maybe I'll come back and read it. We wanna create subject lines that people look at and go, oh my gosh, that is for me, tell me more. Now, the way that you do this is gonna be really dependent on what it is that you're creating and also kind of how you want to use your subject lines. I think there is a bit of a fine line to draw here where we don't wanna be so clickbaity in our subject lines that it begins to kind of break people's trust. We don't want subject lines that completely missell what is actually in the email just for the sake of people clicking on it. So you wanna make sure that your subject line definitely links with what the value of that email is. But you can have a little play around here with figuring out what's gonna really draw people in. Things that I've noticed is using like statistics or results in a subject line works really well. If I'm talking about a certain tactic that I've used recently that I wanna share with my list, I won't just say like, how to use this thing to grow, I'll be like, how I generated X more sales or X more audience by doing this thing or open to learn how, blah, blah, blah. Think of it like the kind of top level title of your email. And I'd always suggest write your subject line 
before you write your email. That might sound really weird, but if you write it beforehand, you almost first of all think of like, what's the thing I'm trying to do in this email based on what is the subject line that's gonna draw them in? And then you can write your email off the back of that. Put simply, your subject lines are a very, very important part of kind of finishing off your email. They're one of the final things you'll wanna tweak and check and play around with because you can have the best email in the world, but if your subject line isn't quite right, it's really sad, but people likely won't be reading it or as many people as possible will not be able to access it. Now, this is where MailChimp comes in because one of their favorite features uh, of mine, at least, is their subject line split testing, where you can basically put out multiple subject lines and it'll split your list into kind of segments and then test that subject line or the different subject lines with different people. So you'll get real data on which subject lines perform better than others. And then you know which ones to use moving forwards. Absolutely, we can follow our own intuition and what we think is enticing, but Sometimes we don't know our community as well as we think and we can make a ton of assumptions. So I absolutely love this feature for just giving me hard data on like what converts, what doesn't. Therefore, what do I need to do more of with my subject lines moving forwards? It is an absolutely genius feature and one that I think so many of us as marketers and business owners could really utilize because like I said, we can be sending amazing emails and I, I know so many people who are sending amazing emails, but they're just not getting the reach or the engagement that they deserve because we haven't nailed that subject line. We are not writing a subject line that is clear, that is compelling, that is drawing our people in, that is an accurate summary of the email, but still really people people's interest. So that's a great thing that MailChimp are doing that you can utilize to take some action from this episode today. So there we have it. That is episode number one of Inbox Insights, talking all about how to write emails that people will open or I should say how to send emails that people will open. I'd really encourage you, have a think about what action step you could take off the back of this episode today. If you've never sent an email before and you don't yet have an email marketing concept, begin there. Create an email concept that is valuable, that is simple, that is personal. If you already have an email concept, you've been showing up for a while, let's think about some of those finishing touches. Split test some of subject lines using MailChimp's feature. Create a name and tagline for your email so you find them really easy to talk about. Remember, learning is great, but ultimately it's the action that we take that is going to grow our businesses. So go and take some action to send better emails. And I'll see you back next week where we're going to be talking about how to make more sales via your email. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode one of Inbox Insights. Make sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast so you don't miss out on the rest of the mini series and click the link in the show notes to check out MailChimp and support the partner of Inbox Insights. 